If you don't read the newspaper, you're uninformed. If you do read it, you're misinformed. What is the long-term effect of too much information? Information, information, I just need some information. I've been dying, I've been dying, is it lack of education? I've been reading, I've been reading without any transformation. I'm addicted, I'm addicted, is it overstimulation? Hey. Welcome to the Success Report. The Success Report. Hear ye, hear ye. Come one, come all. You're listening to the Six Sense Report. And clearly, if you're on video, you know it's just Joel Nikoloff and another special guest co-host, friend of the, another friend of the show, Samuel Say. Welcome back. Thank you, man. Thank you. Yes, th- thank you for coming. And uh, Darnell's still in uh, report card slash, you know, new teacher hiatus, let's call it. Uh, crazy times for him. So, yeah. Um, He'll be back in in short order, I'm sure, and we'll he'll be ready to go. I know he's got a book where we're half ready to go, and I, I think uh, the audience will be excited for that type beast episode. So today we're gonna have a an interesting conversation focusing on Kanye and or Kanye becoming yay to some extent. Uh, <laughs> we'll, so we'll touch on essentially, let's say, up until starting with. Christ is King album. We did an episode on that, uh, which was Unsaved Kanye with Anthony Mitchell, episode 59. So that was 2019. So we'll touch on essentially Kanye from 2019 till now, get into his recent tirades, question of is Kanye anti-Semitic? And then uh, we'll look at the, we'll talk about the question of did Kanye incite violence with his tweets, which led to his suspension on Twitter. And then lastly, we'll, we'll have a interesting conversation about Sam's political philosophy and uh, maybe see a little bit more uh, similarities that him and I have than, than most people might have suspected. So, Sam, how, uh, how have, well, again, obviously welcome and, and we appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, what would you say has been um, the level of attention you've given to Kanye recently? Uh, was well, it sort of like avoiding it and then you sort of got sucked in or were you sort of following from the beginning? Yeah. Well, well before I, I say anything about that, you guys always bring me on for the least controversial <laughs> topics, right? <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I should have known when I wrote that article <laughs> that you guys were going to summon me here, right? Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I've been I've been on the show for what, five, six times now maybe? And it's yeah, always yeah, been, dude. It's getting I mean, up there. Although I guess... Everything I talk about is is controversial, I guess. So, but I'm waiting for the day when you guys will bring me on for the Backstreet Boys, you know, just so I can talk about my love for them. Um, but no, uh, I well, well, I'll say we we don't go out of our way to bring you on for controversial. Things. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. I'm just playing yeah, around. I would say playing. you're you bring that a lot of it onto yourself. <laughs> yes, but I do. We just yes, take I advantage do. of those opportunities <laughs> to say, hey, let's chat about this a little bit more. I know, I know. I'm just being silly. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I've been, I I guess I didn't comment. I've I made some little comments when he first started the original tirades. I think it was on Instagram. It was uh, I think a reference to Diddy. Is when mm. it really I think it really started on social media. I made one comment about it, and that was really it. I didn't think it would go as far as it did. So it, it, the whole Kyrie thing was going on too. And I was yep. planning yep. to write an article about it, but I was actually planning on writing it from a different point of view. I wanted to mm. write about the history of um, 
anti-Semitic rhetoric or thinking amongst a lot of woke people, especially mm. black woke people, his, you know, not just with critical race theory, but especially with a lot of black Americans um, or black Americans across the globe. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, black people across the globe. There is definitely a history when you look at Marcus Garvey, um, you look at uh, a lot of the um, the the uh, black uh, black American heroes. Uh, many of them had anti-Semitic uh, words. I mean, James Baldwin is a big one uh, from what the sixties and seventies. So I wanted to write an article about that um, to explain the because um, you know because when Kyrie shared that tweet, I wanted to use that as an, as a, a a way to explain the history between woke ideology and anti-Semitic uh, thinking. But mm -hmm. since then, the info, I mean, I got a bit busy with other things uh, before that, mm -hmm. and then the info wars came on. And then I wasn't planning to really write anything about that, but then immediately I'm seeing live a lot of people that yeah. I was surprised to defend what he was saying. That's okay, okay. The focus cannot be then on <laughs> the woke people. <laughs> It has yeah, to yeah. be on my on my own tribe, so to speak, and I yeah I was quite angry. Um, mm. I was I you know angry. I mean I was you know hopefully I I think I still had self control, but I was like no I I I don't want to think too highly of myself, but I know that I have some influence with certain people, so I wanted to make it known that look I hate this as much as I hate woke ideology. I did not want that to be confusing in any way so i wasn't planning to write too much about it but just seeing people defending it i said no way i have to write something about it uh, quickly mm -hmm. so I, so just to contextualize my perception of the current stuff i think he had uh, i want to say a first podcast and i don't remember what it was but then he was on the lex friedman podcast about a month ago and yeah. i made sure to sort of tune in okay sort of see what he's saying and like you know there's a bit of like you know, categorizing or grouping people together that he's doing, but I'm sort of not quite sure what he's saying just yet. Uh, and then leading up to this conversation, basically people will be blown away by this. I listened to the Alex Jones conversation three times. Um, now three times speed comes in handy. Um, you know, that means the amount of, it's a three hour podcast, right? So, you know, getting through, it wasn't easy. Um, but then I, I obviously I watched Tim pool as well. And I was really just trying to under, you know, let's say steel man, his position was sort of the way that when I was listening, okay, what is he really trying to say here? What is he trying to do? And, and, you know, pull it back a bit just to be able to go, okay, I want to be able to understand it and, and, you know, talk about it intelligently as opposed to reactionary. Um, so before we, before we get to, you know, the current state of affairs, I'm curious, you know, from, and I said, Christ is King. I think the album is actually Jesus is King. Yeah, uh, based on my show notes page that's some right in front of me um, from the, the last time. You know, I'm curious how much you were following him, what your thoughts are or thoughts were about him again up until the current sort of disaster, if we want to call it that. Yeah, um, I've written an article. I've written three articles about Kanye. Two of them came have been over the last maybe month or, or, or two. The the last one was obviously about uh, just you know on Saturday about the Infowars um, interview. The one before that I think was, I think simply pray for Kanye. I think is what I said. Oh, at least that was a title, and I was explaining some of my concerns about was really dealing more with the state of his soul more than anything. I was just saying let's pray for uh, a man who professes to be 
uh, a believer who professes to be one of our one of our brothers. Uh, but before that, I hadn't. Re I think I may have referenced him in some articles, but I didn't write a specific article on him. Um, uh, I, I hadn't done that since the first time I did so, which was in 2019, as a review or a commentary on um, Kanye's uh, album "Jesus is King." So I did a quick review. I mean, a brief review of that, and just talked about. Um, interestingly enough some some of the evangelical commentary about Kanye's uh, faith and mm -hmm. in that article um, I think the title of that article actually was Jesus is King and Kanye is one of his servants is what I said mm -hmm. and I was making the point that there were many people who were um, too quick to celebrate him but there were also people who were too quick to, I think, reject his profession mm. of faith. You never want that. Did I have some concerns? Absolutely. And I mentioned that in the article, but I mentioned, look, if someone makes a profession of faith, you believe it. And I said mm -hmm. in the article, I will continue to believe that he is my brother, that he loves Christ until he proves himself otherwise. That's how it should be with anybody. The same way we should yeah. not celebrate celebrity Christians, you should not also quickly condemn celebrity Christians too, right? Because um, their their faith will be evidenced by um, their good works uh, over time. So in that article, I just said that, yeah, I'm going to believe that he is one of Christ's servants and um, I will be praying for him, um, you know, whenever it comes to mind. Uh, and I have kept that. Um, but since then, months, weeks after that, I don't know if you want me to give, if you want me to give, a kind of a you know summary of what i've been seeing since then or not i don't want to go ahead of where yeah i mean with it. just whatever your thoughts are because i mean you know it's i would say i i agree with you a lot that that you know the whether it be his sunday service or different things that there's constantly sort of like okay there looks looks sort of good but at the same time you know cause for concern yeah. or questions yeah. like you know if i was let's call it in his disciple group i would have sort of like hey man check yourself check yourself and yeah and I think um, there's there was a couple of comments that he made in the Alex Jones episode where he basically affirmed that there was cause there was reason for concern. And what I mean by that is like, you know, a poor walk, right? Like he's talked about starting ending up in, in sexual places where he shouldn't have or, or yeah. you know, dealing with temptation in poor ways. Yeah. And, and yeah. so, you know, that would be to some extent, I don't want to say common to a young Christian, but but not unexpected that, yeah. that there's a walk that is bumpy. Um, yeah. So in some sense, uh, I think I agree with most of what you've said. If you've got any other things that stand out for the last, yeah. you know, two years, three years, I guess, of, of yeah. who Kanye was and how he's yeah. sort of developed over the time. Because obviously I think the other thing that comes up is like his divorce. And, and you sort of go as, you know, a, a, a husband newly of faith, we don't believe his wife is, you know, as much as we don't want to see that marriage break down, it's not surprising at the same time. Yeah. Um, so one of the good, some of the good things that I saw was of course the uh, Adam Tyson. Um, I, you know, the pastor who was discipling him. So that, that was a good, that was a, you know, um, a good sign. Um, you saw that he was, that he was, you know, everywhere he would go, he was talking about Christ at Sunday services. Um, you know, he brought in Adam Tyson to preach the true gospel. But then in the same way, I was like, now, I know he is Kanye and I know he's a celebrity, so it's a bit different. 
But you know that whole cage stage thing, right? I'm like, man, you know, the better thing for, is for him to do right now is to go away and just mm. go learn the gospel. I don't, I didn't like him being being the limelight. Even yep. on Sunday services, I'm like, okay, well, I mean, if it was a, if it was a, you know, Sunday afternoon thing, which I think it usually was, but people were seeing it like church, and I'm like, ah, that's not right. And I'm like, is he yeah. going to church regularly now? So I'm, I was kind of concerned about that. Um, and then he had a video where like he came out saying that, yeah, people say that Mormons aren't Christians and all this, but they're wrong. I'm like, uh, no, <laughs> no. Um, I mean, you know, for those who might be tuning in and they're offended by that, I mean, it's just the facts that Mormons have a different gospel than um, than what, the, what Christ teaches and what the apostles teach. So I'm like, no, you're wrong about them. But I'm thinking, you know what? You know, he just could be an immature believer who's just talking too much, you know? Um, and Kanye is not known for, you know, being very quiet. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's so not like, tight-lipped right, you know? at all. <laughs> exactly. So I'm like, all right, all right. You know, I'm just going to keep watching and praying for him. Um, then he starts hanging around more and more with false teachers. Uh, particularly, um, I think he he did uh, something with um, Joel Osteen. I'm like, oh, okay, that's not good. That's not good. I'm pretty sure that if he's around, you know, Adam Tyson, Adam Tyson would warn him. Um, then I was more questions about what was going on with, you know, was he a member of a church? All these things. Um, but again, he had, besides those concerns, he had stopped um, swearing um, and yep. he seemed to be all about the gospel. Over time, maybe about a year, um, that's when his marriage is really kind of unraveling. Um, now, believers can have terrible marriages that can lead to divorce. The concern that I have with that, though, is that while Kim Kardashian, and by the way, this whole thing is bizarre in many ways because it feels like I'm, it feels like this is a TMZ thing, <laughs> but but in light of everything, right, it is it is important to talk about this because it's not just about Kanye's words, it's about, well, where is Kanye at? Is he one of our brothers, right? So mm -hmm. um, he has, you know, his marriage seems to be falling apart, and while Kim Kardashian is not a Christian, from what I was reading, Kanye seems to be seemed to have been a big problem himself in that um, saying things about his wife that no man, even a believer, I mean, even a non-believer should not be doing what he was doing. Um, so that they go through a divorce. Um, then he starts. I know he mentioned that he had uh, sexual sin, but he was dating. Uh, I mean, I can I mean, to be clear, obviously, Christians can engage in sexual Dude. sin. I have, um, you know, sadly myself as a Christian. Um, but the reality is that for he was dating like supermodels and all this, and they didn't, they weren't believers and all that. So that was concerning. But throughout all of that, what really, really made me concerned, and I said it explicitly, um, and some were upset by this. I said that I think it was I think it was last year in an interview with Drink Champs, the first interview, where he was teaching a false gospel. He was saying how we're all gods, um, that black people are gods, and all this, and he was. He was already making me concerned that he was already moving into black, black uh, Hebrew Israelites um, uh, mm. theology, and I said that look, man, after everything that's been happening and now this, I don't think this, I don't think he's our brother. Um, so that really started to alarm me, and then since then it's gotten even worse, where he's just been swearing again, going back to apparently in every, every way his old lifestyle, and just just to be clear. Um, while he's still talking about Christ and everything, let's let's remember that pre you know, before he was 
before the Adam Tyson, before he would claim he was a Christian, he had always been talking about Christ. I mean, we all know about Jesus walks, right? So yeah, in many yeah. ways, you know, for him to talk about Christ is not... Wasn't that foreign? Exactly. Uh, yeah. But anyway, that's without going into too much detail, that's generally what I've been seeing. Um, where mm. And then now it's just gotten really, really bad uh, over the last couple of months. Yeah, I mean, I would say the one thing, I think I definitely agree that I saw this like degradation. And then now you've got this current scenario that's, let's say there's some level of catalyst that's put him back to where we are today. Um, and, and I, you know, we can speculate a little bit, right? Whether it's the, the white lives matter t-shirt thing with Candace Owens as, as the catalyst. Um, I will say that he does seem to have gone back to that, you know, outside of the, the, let's call it erratic or un, under non-understandable behavior. Um, some of the things that I've seen sort of look like he's gone back to, to when he first sort of had that, what we believe to be salvation. So the example that comes to my mind on the Alex Jones show, um, Alex swore like some, like nothing major. It was just sort of like a, let's say a simple swear word. And Kanye was like, cut him off and was like, you know, sort of like going, no, no cursing today, you know, sort of like, it was like his rule for the, for, you know, doing things. So I just thought it was, you know, a flag in the right direction. Well, we've got a lot of flags in the, in the opposite directions that, and even referenced the drink, drink champs, um, podcast and saying like, you know, um, something like he references scripture vaguely around, you know, it's okay to drink, but God tells the Kings not to drink. And, and sort of looking at it like, okay, you know, without saying this, I thought of the scripture that says, you know, all things are permissible, but not everything's beneficial. And he, it seemed like he was having a resonation to that concept for himself. Like, okay, you know, I know I wasn't right to be drinking on that show and saying things when, when my voice matters and I need to be on point. And, and so he didn't really get into the he, black Israelite the Hebrew thing as much, but it was just like referencing that conversation as um, sort of a poor example that he was playing or, or portraying. Um, so again, these are just thoughts that, that I agree. He was going in that direction. And now you've got certain things that sort of go, okay, what's going on with him? So, you know, we're, we're sort of at that point that we can touch on, you know, is, is Kanye anti-Semitic? Obviously he's got some comments that everyone are, let's say jumping on as anti-Semitic. I do, I want to, I want to share this before we jump into it. I want to share this clip from the Tim pool show. Um, it's about a minute and 40 seconds. And he just says this one part at near the end of it where he talks, it's Tim pools, you know, sort of going against identity politics, but Kanye makes this comment about how he creates music and I thought it was a parallel for the way he creates ideas and thinks. And I thought it was sort of a good preface for us trying to interpret what exactly um, he, he says. So, um, of course, this does not want to cooperate. Um, well, as I try to do this, the, the tab that I'm looking... There it is. Okay, here we go. So, let me just... 
let me tell you my issue. I, I don't like identitarianism. You guys are familiar with what that is? Well, yeah. they started it, and I'm, they've been visiting sure, on I, us. The, the, We're trying to break it. When I was asking you about running for uh, president, you, you, you immediately said, well, you know, you'd be good for the black vote. And I said, is that because I'm black? No, not just because of that. So it was that. Are you doing the same thing? I didn't say that was the only reason. I said it was because you're personable to the common person, and you probably would do well with the black vote. Absolutely. Just because I, I'm black? There's a lot of black people that don't like me. Uh, of, of course. I think uh, I think race plays a role in a lot of things. Absolutely. And I think that for... I, I, think, I think the I, the construct of race has really been forced upon us as just something for us to be woke about and just constantly talk about and use it as these like walls. Couldn't but, you say, say the same thing about Judaism? Well, let's look at the facts of what I'm saying, though. If you say in this neighborhood where they gerrymander this this amount of time. So, hey, I wasn't doing that. I was just gerrymandering the lawyers and the Hollywood executives <laughs> and the people at the bank that debanked me and then froze my accounts. You know, it's like we want to jump into protecting the idea that we can't put a net around something. Right. But that's been my job as a producer to take, uh, you know, a Roy Ayer sample and put a James Brown drum and put it within a two, two minute, three minute song. That's the way I actually think. And that's the way I talk. And now this morning I found out. So now that we're back, hopefully that came through and uh, you heard it all. I'm, I'm presuming since we didn't test yeah. drive that. Okay. So, and, and really it's that last comment where he says, like, I try to put this net around these things and, you know, and I just think about, um, his musical genius. Um, and I don't know if you watch the Wu-Tang Clan series that's on TV, really watching, you know, RZA do his thing. I just see this parallel. Um, and, and that musical genius of like pulling all of these pieces together. Um, so coming back to, to this conversation now, um, I think that there's some level of, um, are we trying to judge him without understanding his, you know, musical genius skewing, uh, what he's saying. And so, um, I think you can make the case pretty well, because you obviously have the article that does so, um, that he is being anti-Semitic. And so I'll give you the stage there and then, then we can sort of hash out some of the, the maybe thoughts that I have that, that maybe go, um, maybe not against it, but trying to steel man his position. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, just so that I, I'm still not following and perhaps I just, I just, I'm, I'm just uh, not understanding what you're saying. Well, but I'm not following the connection between his anti-Semitic, well, what I would say are his anti-Semitic words. Um, and his musical genius. So that clip shows sort of like, he says that comment about like, okay, I take a net around this piece of one song, one musical instrument, and I wrap that with another piece and I'm putting these things together. And he's like, that's how, also how I think. And so if he's making a particular comment and we're taking just that piece of the comment as opposed to the greater thought or greater, you know, in his case, of a you know a song, and we're not judging the full artistic creation, um, is that going to lead us to not quite understand what he's trying to say and misinterpret? Um, I think I, I think Kanye is too smart for that. I think Kanye knows what he's saying. Um, 
He's not. Yeah, he he. Now, I, I I have no doubt that he is intentionally trying to push up certain buttons to make a point that he thinks is brilliant. I have no doubt about that. Um, but I don't think this is a a version of him doing what he's used to doing musically. Um, because he doesn't do that for anything. When it comes to White Lives Matter and all that kind of stuff, he's pretty, I don't agree with certain things that he might say or do with that, but um, not people know where I stand with that. When I, when I say that, I just mean that sometimes he's just, again, he has a habit of just putting his foot in his mouth, right? Uh, even when I largely agree with him when it comes to Black Lives Matter, White Lives Matter, all that kind of stuff. Um, but when it comes to that, we all take him precisely for what, what he means. We all know what he means. So I think when it comes to this, we have to understand him for what he's saying. I think there are a lot of people who are saying, well, um, now we might get into this and that's fine, but saying, well, this is mental illness and all that kind of stuff. Well, I'm like, okay, I can't judge. I don't know what's happening in his mind, but I know the words coming out of his mouth. So I'm, I'm going to focus on his mouth, not his mind, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I think in a similar way, when it comes to the musical genius aspect, and I say, I, I don't see that. I think, um, again, when it comes to other things, he is pretty clear in, in what he's trying to say. And I think with this, he's pretty clear on what he's trying to say too. Um, so with, you know, with that being said, again, you, you, you referenced my article. I, I honestly, even before that interview, I can't see how anyone could make any justification for what he was saying. Uh, not that you are, not that you're doing that. Um, nor could I take any other view other than that he is anti-Semitic. See, the thing I find fascinating is if if Kanye wasn't woke, sorry, if Kanye wasn't, uh, if Kanye was woke is what I, should, what I should say. If he was woke and every single thing, if you scratch out uh, the Jews and it's white people, every single person would say, oh, wow, Kanye has changed. He's, he's woke now. What he's saying is anti-white. But I think because Kanye has become a hero to many people, and I think in some ways there is a a bigotry of low expectations when it comes to Kanye on this issue, that it's clouding our judgment and it's not taking his word for what it really is. Uh, Some are saying, but Sam, like, well, well, he did say that, you know, everyone brings uh, that, you know, uh, every human being brings something good to the table. Well, yeah, but the issue is he is saying that within the context where he says that he's he's not a, that we should stop using the word evil next to Nazis. But he doesn't have a problem using the word evil next to Jews. I mean, I mean, it's the man is being hypocritical even as he is saying these things that it's not making sense. He he was defending uh the Nazis in every way. Yeah, he would say some good things about uh he would say that uh they did some bad things too, like everybody else. Everybody did. But then mm-hmm. He would still say that, well, they didn't do, they're not all bad. But then when it comes to Jews, it's largely overwhelmingly negative. So mm-hmm. I know we'll, we'll say some, we'll get to maybe more of the details, but um, I, I think what he was saying was pretty clear. If it's anybody else who says that, um, especially a woke person, we are very straight to the point. But when it comes to Kanye, I think a lot of us are being inconsistent. Hmm. So would you, when you say the inconsistency, would it just be because um, you don't think they're looking at his words critically and they're giving him a pass because he, you know, and what you said earlier, because you had to look at our own team 
and go, hey, check yourself here. And, yeah. and so is that really where you're you're coming at with that comment? I think there are different reasons as to why some people, I think, are defending Kanye. Um, I think there are some, and this is obvious through some of the reactions that I've had, some are truly anti-Semitic. And they agree with him because they say, well, yeah, the Jews are in control. The Jews are bad. Um, you know, stop defending the Jews, Sam. Like, I've been hearing this and reading this. So there are some people who really do think this way. And I think there are others who are genuinely undiscerning and are, are being, and some people won't like this, but I will say it, um, you know, I'm not known for being vague, but um, they're, they're falling for satanic deception. What I mean by that is, and I referenced it in the article, is that Satan appears as an, as an angel of light. He's not going to say, oh, yeah, Christ is all bad. You say, well, you know, Christ was just a good person, a good person. But he's not God. Well, we hear that, and that's a satanic lie. Mm -hmm. And I think in a similar sense, because Kanye is saying some good things in that interview, some true things, it's clouding some people's judgment who desperately do not want to believe that he really is saying what he is saying. So I think some people are genuinely um, uh, undiscerning um, because of their own bias towards Kanye. And I said before, those are some people who really are anti-Semitic. And I think there are others who they, they, they know, they know what Kanye is saying. They know it's wrong. But because they hate the left so much and they hate the media so much and because Kanye is being canceled, they hate cancel culture. They hate the left. And they're like, you know what? Even though what he's saying is wrong, we just can't let them win on Kanye because they see themselves in Kanye to an extent that, well, I don't want to be canceled. I'm tired of us being canceled. So even though he's wrong, I'll defend him anyway. And I think there's, and there's, there's probably more, more reasons to you, but I think those are the three major things that I'm seeing from people's reactions. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that from what you've said so far, the only thing that, that seems a little, I don't want to say off base, but not quite resonating with what I heard was um, him? I, I don't recall him calling the Jews as a category evil. I don't like, and and I I would say I don't I do remember him saying like, you know, we need to stop using the word evil beside Nazi. I I, I totally so, agree with that. But yeah. the the idea of calling Jews evil now he probably if I'm not mistaken I would wouldn't doubt that he called Zionists evil. Um, so, which to some extent would be a slight, would be a different category. Would you, would you agree with that? If, if so, I'm recalling correctly. So, um, at one point in the interview, when in the many times where he's mocking Netanyahu, um, he is then speaking as if he's Netanyahu when he's speaking before he's talking about the Jews and he says, well, we, and he's describing Netanyahu and the Jews. And he says that we are going to control uh, banks. We're going to control history books. Um, we are we are pedophiles. Uh, we're murderers, um, and or the, no, we're, we're I think he said we're we're killers. Same thing, but just being precise mm -hmm. in my wording. Mm -hmm. When he's saying all that, he's specifically referring to a certain group of people. Uh, of course, being the Jews. Uh, there are points where he does mention the Zionists, but he does mention the Zionists and the Jews in certain in 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 in, in you know yeah. in really essentially the same terms. So yeah. again, if anybody if anybody is saying, I'll give an example. Um, I think some people are playing word games a little bit. I think because woke people, for example, will say whiteness, but they hate whiteness. 
And if you ask them, do you mean do you mean white people? They'll say, no, 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 no. I don't mean white people. I don't. I just mm. mean the culture of whiteness. But we as conservatives say, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, you mean so-called white culture, but you also mean white people, because of course they do. So we understand that those word games do. You know, it, it, we don't we don't buy into the word games. We know what they really mean. And I think yeah. in a weird way, some people are doing the same thing with this. So they say, well, they mean the culture of Jews. They mean they mean Zionism or this. But when he himself is saying Jews, the Jews, the Jews, and I mean, with also other things that he said since then or before then, that's specifically targeting Jews. That I think we need to take him at his word that he means the Jews. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's I think there's there is sort of the word games thing. I think. You're, you're touching on is a really interesting nuance because there was one thing said in the, the Alex Jones interview, and I don't even think it was said by him. Um, actually might have been um, the, the Tim Pool interview. And the argument was, and, and if I think if I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, make the best case argument for him, I think he's trying to play on the word game of anti Semitic. And what someone had said anti-Semitic includes making a reference that, and this is an oversimplification, but, but this is the way I understood it was that saying that Jews are working together is anti-Semitic. Now, when I mean working together, it's sort of the idea of like in that clip where he was referencing gerrymandering the lawyers, right? Like he was, if I, again, if I understand correctly, the idea of saying, Oh, this, these four Jews all work together to do something in a sort of, I don't want to say conspiratorial way, but just, you know, the way that we would view any sort of um, group or ethnic group that's working together in the community, right? Like we have little Italy in Toronto, right? And, and so that group working together, again, this was what I heard on the show that they were making this comment that the term anti-Semitic includes making a claim or criticizing a scenario like that. Yeah. And, and so that piece, I would say, is a bit of word games too, because when we use the word anti-Semitic, we would think of it in that regard. Most people would think of it in the sense of, you know, negative or hateful comments towards a group of people being the Jews, right? And, and I would assume that's how you're, you know, using the term, and that's how you intend to refer to, to what anti-Semitism yeah. is. Yeah, uh, the problem with I think with that gerrymandering um, uh, example though is, I don't think it's, I don't think that's exactly how he's saying it, at least generally. Um, I watched. Well, a so bit here's of that. here's the one nuance to that. If I want to take it one step further, I think he's trying, and this is the way. If again, if I'm steelmanning him, if I was not thinking he's being anti-Semitic, but he's trying to be strategic. And like you said, he's in very intentional with the words he's using. I think he's trying to claim that this group of people will use anti-Semitism as a shield from, from correct criticism. So okay, um, in the Tim Pool interview, for example, later on, much later in the interview, they referenced, or maybe it was Kanye in the Alex Jones interview, referenced um stewart uh is his last name i can't remember his first name uh he used to be a late night talk show comedy guy um he was on oh, adam john sandler's stewart. movies too. john stewart he said that john stewart was the only one that acknowledged how they were screwed in contracts 
as as agents in the music industry. Sorry, in the music industry, they screwed him, and he had you know criticisms towards the group of people that were were Jews. And if I understand correctly, that the the argument would be that I can't that Kanye feels like I can't criticize this group of you know people who are all Jewish working together because they use anti-Semitism as a shield from such criticism. Now, again, I'm trying to steel man him, trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. If this was his argument, that would sort of be the only thing that I can sort of see that, let's call it, somewhat knits things together. Because, go back to what you said about him saying evil. He's also saying, I love the Jews and I love Nazis at the same time. Like, there's a literal, and I think you have it in your article as as one of his sentences, right? And so there's an yeah. aspect of, like, how do I reconcile some of these things? To your point, is it an aspect of what we would criticize the woke crowd with doing? Like, yeah. I think that's a legitimate hypothesis yeah. as to what's going on. I think there's, there's a lot to unpack there, but I think... Um, sorry, I'm not sure where to start. I think um, one of the problems is there's nothing wrong with saying that... Actually, before I get to that, look... Here's a, you, you know that I would have some views that people would call anti-Semitic. People have been trying to use our argument against me to say that, but Sam, you know, everybody calls everything. Like a lot of people, a lot of Jews call every critique against them anti-Semitic. Like, look, I know about that. That's not what I'm, what I'm, what I'm, what I'm saying here. Um, like every other nation, Israel is a wicked nation. Let's just, let's just get that out of the way, right? They, 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 are, they, they are not completely innocent from injustice like no other country is. Right. So let's let's just get out of the way. I can say, frankly, people can be upset by that. That's their problem. Judaism is a wicked, evil religion. Mm. I don't take mm -hmm. any joy in saying that. But Judaism is wicked and vile, just like any other religion. Right. So I don't have an issue. Now, again, I know people will say anti-Semitic. I don't care because it's just the truth. Yeah. yeah. With that being said, there's a difference between that and then saying that, well, it just happens to be that these four individuals are Jews. Therefore, I'm going to specifically target their ethnicity and say that, well, since they do use that against me, they say that, well, I might just be anti-Semitic. Now, well, I'm going to start just using that to make a point, especially when we know that's not really what's happening here. He's been talking about other Jews besides those people anyways. Now, he can say, well, you should make a point. But the reality is he keeps talking about Jews as a whole. He's not, he doesn't believe it's just those four individuals or those or certain type of Jews that are a problem. He's, he's saying that there is essentially a conspiracy around the world. He is pretty clear about this around the world where Jews are controlling black people, not just in terms of, I mean, Dave Chappelle, for example, he, he, he made you yep, as an example, yeah, yeah. right? So, um, and then, I mean, you also have, again, what he's saying about the nation of Israel, particularly, where what he is saying there is, is I mean, is, is the issue. I, like I said before, Israel is not um, completely innocent. They are like any other nation in sinful in sinful world. But his comment about Israel, um, you know, murdering Palestines. I mean, that <laughs> in light of in light of his his refusal to say anything negative about the Nazis. Let's face it, he was very clear in saying, "Well, let's stop dissing the Nazis." Right. So you, he has a problem calling the nation of Israel evil, but he does have a problem saying that well let's not call the nazis evil so i'm trying to say yeah. that there is there's a, there's an inconsistency with him especially when he's also talking about how they are pedophiles how they are murderers where again he didn't call the nazis murderers he calls that he called the jews murderers right um and but more to my point 
about the comparison between woke people is that we know that there are some white people who are white supremacists, right? We know that. Woke people use that to say, you know what? Then white people are white supremacists. We would say, whoa, wait, 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 wait. No, some white people are white supremacists, but to say that white people are white supremacists is actually racist because then you're saying that the whole everybody is. It's the same thing that Kanye is doing. Kanye is saying, well, yeah. Jews are, 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 are um, controlling black people, all these things, because he's using some supposed example of, of Jews who were evil supposedly towards him, right? Yeah. So I think what he's doing here, again, is, 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 clouding, is clouding people's judgment. And again, they're being inconsistent because they know better. They know this is the exact same thing what people do. It's the exact same thing, right? But because I think, anyways, because of different things that really involves you know, I, I'll, I'm, I'm probably um, moving around in too many circles now when it comes to the points I'm making. But I will say this, you know, a part of me really thought deeply about using the word anti-Semitic because I knew the arguments. You know, one of the things you want to do if you want to, um, one of the things you want to anticipate when you are making an argument is the forthcoming arguments you're going to receive, right? And I knew that, well, Sam, you know, that, what is, I'm actually planning to write an article about um, the definition of anti-Semitism because I knew that would be an issue. So I thought about using the word partiality. And I really struggle that if any Christian were to, that has been listening to his words over the last several weeks or, or months, and especially in that interview, and forget the term antisemitism, let's just deal with the term partiality. Is anyone mm -hmm. truly gonna make a case toward, to me that Sam, he is not being partial towards the Jews? I, I, I cannot so, imagine so that if, someone would make that. Well, and, and so I would say to you, ha, the way that I would reword your question in a manner that I'm, I'm sort of stumped is from all the words that he has said, if he was to if he was to encounter any, you know, Jew out of nowhere, would that cause him to show partiality to them? And I would say to you that I don't know for certain that he would. I do know that he's been speaking in a manner that is gives me cause for concern that he might. But I also come back to um, many times, like if I go to the Lex Freeman podcast, there was this tension between him and Lex where Lex kept trying to say, well, stop saying the Jews. And Kanye was like, but they're all Jews. Like all of the people I'm referring to are the Jews and I or are Jews, not the Jews are Jews. And I can't say, I can't refer to them as Jews without everybody going, oh, you're being anti-Semitic. And so again, I'm, I'm sort of trying to, to give him the benefit of the doubt to some extent to go, okay, is there any way what he's saying isn't as you, I think you worded it perfectly to me. Is there any reason that I would think he's not partial to all Jews? Because that is the test, right? That is the right sort of criteria well, to go. Yes, he's being anti-Semitic. Would you, would yes. you not agree that that's but, sort of the right test. But the problem, the problem is, we. So again, let's go back to a critical race theorist. We would say yep. because of the words of a critical race theorist, we would mm -hmm. say that they have partiality against white people. Now, yep. I don't know how they will act towards any white person, but I just know what they've said. I just know what they've said is partiality. Is true for Kanye. Um, here, here's the issue with that, though. This is actually what partiality is. If I say the reason why you are doing this is because of your ethnicity, which is what yeah. he is saying, that is partiality. He is not yeah. saying they're doing this because they are sinners. 
He's not saying that these people are just happen to be humans who are in sin. And yeah, they're you know they they are ethnically you know Jews, but they're doing this because they are sinners. That's not what he's saying. Mm -hmm. He is saying they're doing this because they're Jews. That yeah. is the partiality. And look, in the same way, now people know I'm not woke, but if someone says, "Man, the reason why Sam did that, the reason why Sam stole something is because he's black," yeah, that's partiality, right? Mm -hmm. if, in the same way, the reason why you know critical race theorists say, "Well, the reason why white people." have more uh, are more privileged is because they are white that's partiality yeah. it's the same thing but i think again people yeah. are choosing to think differently when it comes to kanye and anti-semitism so i would say to you i agree if that's the proper interpretation of his words that, that what you've laid out is correct the sort of um scenario that's come to mind that i was trying to draw a parallel to was if he was referring to people being in a community or, or let's call it an ethnic community to, to make my point better. Would you draw, like I was trying to draw a parallel to like an ethnic community that, that practice Sharia law, right? And so my point is that like, I could potentially look at that community and have some level of criticism to the community as a whole that's using Sharia law, right? And, and that, be, that would be sort of a cultural criticism, but I don't think we would call it partiality. No, and and so... And if I draw the parallel to be like, if he's criticizing those that are in a Jewish community and are operating together in a manner that he feels is against him, right? Those that are in that community would be a criticism that what I wouldn't call partiality as much as I would call like, I'm seeing the, the fruit of that community or that culture and how it hinders me. Yeah. The, the problem with the, the problem with, I think that example is, so the Sharia law example is, well, it's evidence-based, right? We know that there's a, a certain group of people that is doing this. It's not a conspiracy. It's, yeah, it's just what it is. No, it's, I think you're, you've hit it on the head, right? The evidence-based yeah. piece is, is so key. Exactly, which is why I mentioned that critical, I've been mentioning this for years, that critical race theory is all conspiracy, right? Like, look, I would, hey, they would convince me to say, you know what, there really is. And I would ask them, okay, let me know where the white supremacists are. Well, it's just, and then they start just, you know, they, they start, you know, their, their woke, their, their woke speech. Um, but it's the same thing here with, with Kanye's words. It's that, again, he's not really referring to a specific group of people who just say, well, they happen to be Jews, but he's not sharing any evidence, evidence that, well, these people are doing this because of a particular worldview they have, right? With the example of the Islam, well, they, there is a particular worldview where it is, it, is, it is bound by their traditions and their, 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 their religion and all that, right? But this is different. He's saying that, this is, that, that the Jews are doing this because they are Jews. He's not saying there's a certain group of, there's a certain community of Jews that's doing this. If that was happening, I don't have a problem saying, okay, well, I would agree with him in a specific manner, right? But when he is saying the Jewish people, when he's going after different kinds of Jews, going after Ben Shapiro. He's going after Netanyahu. He's going after mm -hmm. all these different kinds of people who are who only have one thing in common. Jews. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. pretty yeah. clear. Especially no. when before that he's been saying, I'm going DEFCON 3, whatever that means. DEFCON 3 on, on Jews. He shares the swastika. <laughs> right? Well, um, so so but that one, the, the swastika one is really intriguing because if I understand correctly, the swastika is actually a shifted historical like so the swastika is like tilted 45 degrees from some other symbol and he had the non-tilted one interwoven with the jewish star which 
I agree, is completely crazy because it's people aren't going to understand it. Like, you know, and when I say crazy, I don't necessarily mean he's crazy. That's a whole mental health conversation. I just mean crazy in the sense it's non-comprehendable. What are you trying to communicate? Well, you know, I think you and I, um, I think I came on the podcast some time ago and I mentioned that, uh, this will offend some people too, but that I don't think blackface is inherently uh, racist. It's not. It's racism or partiality is based on your motivations, right? Yeah. Yep, so yep. I can say yeah, you stupid. Could, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was going to say, say you could do it out of ignorance and we, yeah. call, we would call you stupid. Yeah. I would say it's dumb, um, but I wouldn't call it necessarily racist, right? So in the same way, sharing a picture of a swastika is not inherently uh, also anti-Semitic. But the reality is, when you've been saying so many things, that's showing, I would say, in a very, I'm, I'm not saying I would say because I doubt it. I am 110% sure that everything he's saying is showing partiality against the Jews. Um, but but in light of the fairness to us talking about it, I'm just saying that I would say that he's been very clearly anti-Semitic. When you've been saying all that, and then you share that, I know the man loves attention. I know he he's, he loves to try to make a point, but it goes to show again that when you know people, certain people, certain, I would be horrified if anyone thought that I was showing partiality against them. And I was to show an image that describes, that 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 that, um, that is uh, a symbol for a group that I was just defending. And I am now, as Christians, the Star of David doesn't mean anything to us. But clearly, for Jews, it means it means a lot. And you're going to share that, and it's more offense. And you don't care that you are offending these people. And then again, <laughs> you and he didn't just say, he, he didn't just say that. Well, let's not use the word evil to describe Nazis. He said, I love a lot of things about about Hitler. A lot of things. This is the, that's how he said it. He said, you know what? The Germans had a really cool leader at one time. Again, I mean, well, he's clearly. But, and, yeah, but it, the question I would sort of go with those comments is like, how much is he trolling versus like, because, and the reason I say that is like, you know, like I've got the link here in 2000. Oh, sorry. I just got to scroll slightly. Man of the year. Uh, it's kind of crazy. Okay. So in 1938, Hitler was man of the year for times. Mm -hmm. In 39, Joseph Stalin. And again, in 42, Joseph Stalin. Mm -hmm. And so is he making reference obscurely to the fact that people actually adored him? Right. Joel, and so, <laughs> and, and again, but he's got other like random comments that like, okay, what is he trying to say? For a perfect example, he's like, I can't praise Hitler. And I don't know if this is totally, if I misunderstood it, but he's like, I can't praise Hitler. And, and they, they're responsible for this microphone. Like they're they're they they created the microphone is essentially what which, I got out is, of the comment, which is actually a Nazi propaganda. It's not true. So, given that it's not true, but but my point is like if he's saying that thinking it's true, he's and he's coming to the idea of like making a claim but, like. But Joel, I, sorry, but Joel, I think I think this is important. The yeah. only people who have made that claim are the Nazis, and he believes it. That's part of the problem, right? Yeah. That's part of the problem. That, that's the no, and, and this is goes this goes back to whether you want to call it his trauma or his experience, right? Like, and this would be a lot of the criticism we would argue towards the woke culture, right? Is that your personal experience leads to to 
generalizations. So um, maybe, but here's the, here's the difference, though. We don't just we don't defend the partiality or the racist no. or white supremacist thinking from the world. We might say, look, it might be on different things. It might be because of different uh, different uh, things. Look, I I I I could very easily want to be woke. I've had some really difficult mm-hmm. uh, racist events in my life as well too, and that could lead to that. But I would hope someone would still say, yeah, Sam, but yeah, you're still being a black supremacist or you're being woke or you're being yeah. anti-white. Yeah. yeah, and so I think that's the 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 real question, right? Of like, you know, and I use the word trolling on purpose because when he's saying, you know. Um, stop using the word evil beside Nazis. Is he trolling the fact that we basically have allowed Nazis to be a term we allow to othering people, right? Like now I know the woke Antifa crowd basically has made Nazis almost a meaningless term, but go back 10 years ago. And, and that term was a very sort of like, okay, those are the evil people. And I can totally understand why, but is he trolling the, uh, identity politics with the most acceptable term. Now, again, am I steel manning him? Am I hypothesizing? Am I saying this is 100% true? No. Part of this is coming from the fact that he said so many comments that are hard to reconcile with each other. And so if I just say he's anti-Semitic, I still have a whole bunch of comments from him that make no sense. So that's the end of part one of the conversation with Sam Say. Hopefully you've enjoyed what we've been discussing so far. We're going to continue this component of the conversation on is Kanye anti-Semitic next week. We'll, we'll wrap that part up and then we'll get into the conversation regarding did Kanye's tweets incite violence and what's Sam's political philosophy and sort of tease that out a little bit. And we'll see, hopefully he's a little bit more aligned with my libertarian leanings than maybe people had originally thought. One more reason for people to, to give uh, Sam some hate. <laughs> Anyways, thank you for joining us for part one. Come back next week for part two. Six cents makes change. But you heard me? Does that make sense? Madden and Mitchell Media.